Today, we've got a special guest, Slushy, who's one of the hottest up-and-coming DJs in the world. He's on the same team as Marshmallow, who actually helped discover him. He has millions of social media followers and has played in front of crowds as big as 100,000 at events. We're going to learn from him how he went from minimum wage at Best Buy to superstardom in just a few months' time and all the tons of parallels that aspiring Amazon sellers can take from his journey for their own e-commerce career. Oh, by the way, he's made for us intro music that we will have going forward on the SSP that you're about to hear right now. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. And welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, organic, unrehearsed, unscripted conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got somebody right now who is not exactly an Amazon seller or an e-commerce seller, but like I tell all e-commerce people out there, sometimes it's the life journey, right? Right, Julian? Absolutely. <laughs> so up? I've got Slushy here. I am actually in his studio. I don't have these, these kind of cool sound effects in, in my podcast studio, but he's got that here. Anyways, Julian, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. We're, you know, out here in LA during this, uh, this quarantine, you know, we've been all uh, cozy. I've been, I've been cozy in my house playing some video games and making some music. How about you? Love it. Love it. Yep. I'm loving this is about the one of the only times I get out of my house is to come over here. So uh, it was a good uh, f- a breath of fresh air. Now, the reason I had you on here is not because you have some amazing Amazon selling strategies or something like that, but it's more like your life story because anybody who, who is an entrepreneur who sells something, you know, you got to have the drive. And I think you are the personification of having this special drive. And so let's just, what I always do when I have a guest is I take it back to their kind of like their, their superhero origin story. All right. So you grew up in Jersey. Now at a young age, you know, like eight, nine, 10, 11, did you already have ambitions? Like, do you know what you wanted to do when you quote unquote grew up? Uh, yeah, yeah. When I, when I was 13, I was in a real, I was in a pretty horrible band. Um, but I kind of, from the beginning, always knew that I wanted to, uh, like, like, like traditional education really wasn't for me. Like I kind of flunked out of, out of every, um, uh, every sub- subject in school, uh, aced all, all my music classes and it was just something I was always, you know, kind of super passionate about. Um, so I, I did all the studying I could, all the YouTube tutorials and, you know, wasted, uh, wasted, not wasted, but, but, you know, kind of put, put my head down for, uh, long enough until I was, you know, ready to get out into the business world, you know? Okay. So then you actually went from being in a band to, you started DJing under a different, a different name when you were still in high school. What were you 15 when 16, when you started doing that? Uh, I think, yeah, yeah. 15 sounds about right. So what kind of like, you know, when you're an up and coming DJ at 15, 16, what were the gigs that you were doing? Dude, I was doing like, uh, you know, Sunday night at like an empty bar, you know, because everybody has work on Monday, like nobody showed up and uh, like Battle of the Bands in high school. We did that. Um, I was opening up for uh, other other acts in the local, you know, uh, tri-state area like Philadelphia. But I, I mean, honestly, a, a lot of my time is spent, you know, learning and uh, kind of, you know, Again, like like YouTube tutorials, you know, trying to 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 figure out a way to do uh, electronic music and music in general that uh, is fun for me, but also hasn't been done before. So I'm already seeing some e-commerce parallels. You know, maybe somebody's goal is to be a big private label seller on Amazon, but 
they don't have the knowledge or money right off the bat to do that. So what do they do? Well, they go through a learning phase where they, they do study YouTube videos or take courses to learn the trade. And in the meantime, maybe start flipping things on eBay or start, you know, buying things at Walmart and selling them on Amazon, you know, kind of like the arbitrage model or doing some wholesale before they are really ready to jump in. Some of these gigs that you were doing, were they mostly for free or, or you were actually getting paid for it? Or how did that work? And in, in the beginning, they were free. Yeah, like uh, Battle of the Bands, I think you won like a Guitar Center gift card or something like, something like that. Uh, so then like, how do you stay motivated? You know, you were doing this for a couple of years, maybe didn't hardly get uh, any money, but you were, you were just learning. But how do you stop from just getting demotivated? Like, hey, I haven't made it big. You know, I'm not even getting paid for doing this. I'm losing money, you know, doing this. How does one stay motivated and, and, and keep that drive to keep going? Honestly, I think it just comes through, you know, again, I, I, I never want to speak for, for others, but for me, it, it's always been like, how can I fall in love with music again? Like, how can I, you know, and, and it's been like that since, since the beginning. I, I, I keep falling in love, whether it's with, you know, a new genre, a new instrument. I think something is cool and new. Um, but I mean, I, 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 I always want to quit. You know, there's always a little a voice in the back of my head that 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 tells me to pull the eject plug. And, you know, um, when when my other alias went down, uh, if for those of you that don't know, my SoundCloud was deleted. Uh, SoundCloud's the audio website uh, where you can host remixes and original songs. Uh, my account was terminated after five, six years of uh, active use. And at that point, I was just like, all right, I'm done. I quit. I give up. Uh, and then uh, for a last-ditch effort, I thought, you know what? I'll throw it out all out on the table. I uh, came up with Slushy, and then um, it was just kind of just like a, you know what? Since, since, since it's already burning down anyway, I'll just give it all I got one last time, start from zero, and do what I want to do, you know? And that's, I think, why it ended up working is because it's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and something you're passionate about, you know? And I, it's funny, you know, the, the, there's actually a lot of parallels in what you said, I think, in, in people who are selling online their journey. Like some people, they start off, they, hey, I'm, I'm going to sell online. And then they think their first product that they make, you know, they, they need to hit a home run. But sometimes they don't, you know, sometimes they don't make money for a year or two. But what happens is there's a, there's a majority of the population who not having quote unquote success in the beginning, they just stop. And then they're, those people, they're never going to hit what their original goals were. You had something similar. Like, let's say your first product launch was your first DJ alias. It wasn't a home run. You didn't become a millionaire off of it. You even had a, a big failure. Your SoundCloud deleted your account. Amazon sellers, sometimes they get their Amazon account deleted. And then there's two different people. The people who just like pick themselves up, says, this is still my dream. I'm going to do this. And they keep going. But then there's the other people who's just like, okay, I give up. You know, so, so I think uh, it, it was cool that, that, you, that you kept going. Now, through this time... What, what, what was your, you know, what was your support like? Did, did your family support you in doing this? Or were they like, ah, oh, man, you know, you, you, maybe you need to do something else that's going to get you some more money or what? Oh, man. Uh, I think my mom was really the only one that was like adamantly supporting the entire time. My mom and my, my uncle, um, everybody else kind of just, just had the, the whole have a more realistic life plan kind of thing, which again, I, I, I understand, you know, I kind of put myself in a position to fail if music didn't work out. You know, I was failing all my classes in college. You know, uh, I had a job, but it was it was kind of a dead-end job. I, I, you know, I, I worked at Best Buy. I was probably going to work there forever. 
you were working at Best Buy. You're what? You were like seven, 18 years old, you know, freshman in, in college. What, what was your big break? Like how, how, how did Slushy come to be? I remember before I left for Florida, I wrote two or three songs that ended up becoming uh, Make Me Feel and uh, Some More, which are off the Brain Freeze EP. Uh, and I was like, these songs are not, because I used to be just a dubstep guy, like a heavy, you know, kind of EDM guy. And uh, I made those two songs before I left. And I was like, these, these don't fit anywhere. You know, the SoundCloud stuff happens. I come home and I say, you know what? this new style that I've created, like, this is cool. Like, I, like I want to roll, I want to roll with this. You know, there wasn't any kind of, um, there wasn't any kind of plan for it. It was, you know what? I like this, this music. I love anime. I love the Japanese culture. So, you know, a lot of people think that it was a very calculated kind of switch over, switch over, but I was just, a some, you know, uh, high schooler, fresh out of high school. That was, that was just, you know, uh, at at the wrong slash right place at the wrong slash right time. You know, it just happened. Okay, so then one of those songs did like a song go viral for you, or h- how how did Slushy get come to be? Basically, so I I had been putting out songs uh, for probably a few months. I had like two three thousand followers, and I started to build up following again. Uh, and um, uh, Marshmallow's manager actually uh, ended up emailing me. Um, Marshmallow, uh, Jaws, um, he managed all those guys. He emailed me and, uh, told me to go ahead and, and send over a few songs and everything. And, um, I didn't think he was expecting for me to send 30 songs, <laughs> but I, I say sent over, you know, everything just because I'd been stockpiling music. Um, I still do that now. Um, I think it's always good to have something just in case. Um, but yeah, so I mean... Uh, I got an email from him. I thought it was fake at first. I didn't believe it. Had you reached out to him previously? Or? No, no. Wow. I, I, well, so I sent a song to, to Marshmallow. Okay. Just expecting like, n- like static, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I got an, an email from the manager, uh, who's now my current manager. And, uh, you know, that's how that, that's how that ended up happening was just because I, I took a chance and yeah. I like, was like, you know, um, like, 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 for example, I, I have a lot of friends that are afraid to reach out to companies and um, try to create partnerships with 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 brands and, and companies like that. And it's like, you know, you won't get unless you go ahead and email and throw the line out there. Like, you know, unless you're, you know, so and so that has, you know, access to everything. Like I was just some kid from New Jersey. Like I said, you know, screw it. You know, I'll just reach out. You know, I, I, I have nothing better to do. I, like I, I'm working at Best Buy. I'm going to school. I don't want to go to school, you know? Um, so I just took a chance. You know, we uh, have had podcast episodes about licensing. You know, that um, was actually episode 50 where it talks about, you know, maybe contacting big companies and maybe getting partnerships in order to license a, a private label product. And it's just like you said, you know, sometimes you never know. You just got to put yourself out there and don't think that you're not going to achieve something or that somebody's too high to, to reply to you. You just got to put yourself out there and, and you never know who, who might be interested in, in what you've gotten. And, and that's pretty much exactly what you did. Now, in e-commerce, branding is very important. You know, like, like you know, you, you, you can just slap any label on a, on a box and yeah, you maybe, maybe can sell some. But if you really want to build a lasting business, you got, you got to build your brand. And, and I think from, from day one with the slushy, 
kind of branding, you guys have had a, a cool plan. Talk, talk about how, how the slushy branding came about. You know, for those who don't know, I mean, it's, it, it's, it, it's a, I don't know if I want to say movement at all, but there's definitely a visual theme going on, a theme with the sound. I mean, everything is like on point, you know, the way you do your social media. And I think that's one of the, the big reasons that, you know, you can have somebody who's an extremely talented artist, you know, like yourself, but if they don't know branding, they can only get so far. You could have somebody who's excellent at branding, but if they have, if they're crap at what they do, same thing like in the product world, you know, you can have an excellent brand, but the product is crap, you're not going to have success. So your success, I'm sure you probably agree that it's because it's, it's a combination of both the talent, the quality. And, and uh, a great campaign for the branding. So, so how, did, how did the slushy brand come about? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think, you know, w w when it comes to the actual slushy logo and everything, you know, I was the, the one that the went ahead and kind of stitched that all together. I, I connected the dots. Um, that blue and green gradient, the pink, mm -hmm. it, I just love those colors. Uh, so that naturally just kind of worked out. Um, when it comes to actually branding and and kind of um, so the, the the social media aspect, that's just me being me. Um, so you could just chalk that up to just you know, just me being just a person on social media. Um, but when it comes to getting the songs out, out there, getting the music out there, making the right connections, like you know, I'm not an agent, I'm not a manager. So you know, the people that I have on my team are basically the the engine that fuels Slushy. You know, I'm the, the 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 creative mind that comes up with the music that sometimes chimes in with the, uh, you know, um, art ideas and stuff like that. You know, but it, you know, we're we're essentially a team. Yeah. Slushy is now is essentially a team. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just it, the 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 branding just came from me liking us a, a color and and having an idea and just again just going for it. You know. Yep, more more parallels. I knew there would be parallels here because I knew this story a little bit, but but it's cool how how as you're talking, I can tie the parallels to just e-commerce because not one person is great at everything. You know, like you could be an excellent person at developing a, a a cool product. You know, but then you might not know how to do social media, or you might not know how to make an Amazon list, and you might not know how to do your artwork. Well, don't try and do it on your own, or say, hey, I'm going to take a Udemy class and learn how to draw. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's going to be bad. You you hire people, you get, you build a team who are experts in those fields. And, and then you, you, you all, you share, share the wealth together. You know, it's kind of like that meme though. Well, that escalated quickly, you know, like, uh, from, from the time you're working at Best Buy to your first festival, which was that hard summer. Uh, I forgot what year that was actually, uh, yeah, 2016, 2016. Yeah. That was actually, it was funny. I mean, that, I think that was the first festival you played. That was actually the first festival I had ever attended. And oh, well, wow. I didn't even know you at that time. I just happened to be there and oh and, I, I never yeah. knew that. Yep. Yeah. That was wow. my first ever festival. Now I've been to like a million festivals, but that was the first ever festival I went to, uh, Hard Summer and and I, I guess that was your first one where or Skrill what was it like to have Skrillex, you know, one of your idols surprise you on stage there? Cause that, that surprised me because I was just in the crowd, I was like, Oh my god, there's Skrillex coming up for this guy. I don't know who's I don't know who he is, but there's Skrillex. But like for you to have an idol just like come out and surprise you like that, what was that like? Um Again, no words. You know, I, I was, uh, uh, Skrillex was doing like a, he, back when he was doing his Alsla radio podcast, uh, radio show kind of thing, he would have, uh, every now and then he, he would have them at his store. Um, and I had met him prior, um, at a festival in Florida. Um, but I just kind of just asked him casually one day. I was like, you know, my very first show is coming up. And uh, it would mean the world to me if you 
if you came to the show, you know, um, completely expecting him to be too busy because, you know, he's the busiest man on the planet. Um, but I play the show. Um, I'm just there, just, just doing my thing, playing super nervous. And some guy just hops on the decks and I'm like, oh my God, it's Skrillex, <laughs> you know? And what I didn't know is that, um, you know, um, my manager had texted everybody, like my whole man, like my tour manager, um, VJ, everybody just he, Skrillex is here. Don't tell Julian, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, 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 I probably would have gotten so psyched out, you know? Lo and behold, I, I play Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. That's like the, the Skrillex song. Um, and he hops on stage and I'm just like, what is, like, that's the ultimate culmination of like, what is my life? Like, yeah. this is like, you know, everything. Like, like I had so many dreams that I thought were so out of out of reach, you yeah. know? And at that moment, it was, it was like, they were all kind of falling into place at the, at the same time. Um, so it was, it was just a lot, you know, I remember, you know, um, there's, there, there's a photo online somewhere for all the eagle eyed people out there of me holding a phone up, up, up to my ear. Um, that's right after the set. I think I either, I think I called, I'm not sure if I called my mom or if I called my manager, mm-hmm. my momager. I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know that I would just, I, I literally just couldn't believe that, that, you know, like, like if you would have told me like you know, five, six years ago that, that, that would be happening, that Skrillex, Skrillex would be saying that I was the future and, you know, I'd be out in LA. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's just, I mean, less than a year before that point, you were still in Best Buy making a minimum wage pretty much. Right? So a lot of people don't know this, but I actually was in a, a, a math exam when what? my manager, Mo, um, texted me about hard summer saying that it was mm-hmm. happening i was in, i was in the math midterm wow like when i got the text so i literally was like that day i was like okay i'm putting my two weeks in at best buy i'm dropping out of school right now you know i'd like like i'm moving to la you know so i, I asked my my professor hey can i use the bathroom i really need to go uh professor says sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. go ahead Mind you, this is like uh, uh, probably like end of winter, early spring. Okay. So it's kind of cold. Um, so I, I put my backpack on, which is kind of weird. You know, like, you know, you're, you're just using the bathroom. Why are you putting your backpack on? I put my backpack on. I walk out and I never come back. You know, another parallel in the e-commerce world, you know, when somebody has kind of finally made it with a, with a product or they get to the point where they can quit their job. That's like what you're describing. There is the dream moment of. Of when somebody can, you know, submit their two-week notice to their boss and basically say, uh, "Hey, all right, uh, I'm leaving the company. I'm not. I'm not working a nine-to-five anymore because uh, I made it on my own." So very similar to what you had there. I felt this way for so long. I had this this dream that every, everybody told me it was it was stupid and that that it was it just wasn't going to happen. You know, um, part you know parts parts of my family wanted me to be a lawyer. I wanted me to, to 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 take the practical approach, and that's just not how my how my brain was wired. And it's like you know, what what were some of the other big moments of your career? I mean, you, you you've uh, you've only been in the game for a few years now, but what were some of the most memorable things? Like, uh, was it a crowd that you played with, or I haven't been with you the, through the whole ride, but like that EDC Mexico that you played a few years ago. Oh, dude. I mean, that set was amazing. The crowd, I was just, I I had never seen so many people 
I don't know if how, how many they counted. I don't know how many tens of thousands of people were just right there. Like, how does that even feel to be playing in front of tens of thousands of people just knowing the lyrics to your songs and headbanging all in the same beat? I mean, uh, I mean, it's uh, again, another one of those things that words really can't describe. Um, EDC Mexico, EDC Vegas, both are on the same level for me, like on the scale of like just craziness. Um, I just sets like that. I, I black out kind of like I start the set and then it's like I black out because I know I like I, I can't I can't screw this up. This is super mm-hmm. important. And then it, it, it's over and then I'm like that just happened. Like that was crazy. Um, but I think Vegas for me was was the big one. That was like the big like holy crap. When you did main stage, main stage uh, yeah. EDC it was like holy crap like this is insane you know like i'm that was the ultimate like because i I never even dreamed that i'd be playing main stage you know like that was just like 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 what do you even say to that like that's that's crazy you know um but i did it and it was super fun and i was super nervous i I, like like again like you you wouldn't see it from watching the the live stream like it's online um but I, i blacked out you know I just went to like autopilot mode and I, I just, you know, I had a job to do. You know, I think the parallel here is when you have a moment like that, like, I can't believe this is actually me. This is my life. This is, I've really made it here. You know, it's kind of like when an Amazon seller or somebody who's made their own product, they actually run into somebody on the street using it or something like, you know, I, I remember that, you know, when I used to work for a cell phone case company and I was standing in line at the post office and I actually saw somebody with the phone case. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know. I, you know, I, I played a role in that product and there's just a regular person who's using it. It was kind of a surreal moment, you know, similar to, to you being on stage just in front of so many people. But, but I think that's the parallel I can draw from there. I think one of the reasons also for your success is, is you come across as, as really genuine and, and you're, you're, you're wanting to make the, you know, you, you've mentioned this before, you, you want to help people through music, you know, because music has helped you through, through some things and, and to be able to inspire people. And, and I think, again, going back to e-commerce, there's people out there who are talented and they want to make products. And, and I'm not saying this is bad. You know, they're just looking for the money and that's fine. You know, um, uh, there's people who make products that, that, you know, may help people, but they, they don't even care. What, what is that that you're holding in front of me? There? Dude. So I'm actually a pretty big Amazon consumer. Okay. I would say that probably 50% of the, of the things in my house are either from Amazon uh, or some kind of, you know, Prime shipping is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is, uh, I think it's out of battery right now, but it's a Bluetooth speaker, uh, Tivu. It's a Bluetooth speaker with a um, with, oh my a, God. With, a, with an LED screen on it. That is so great. You can set it up, plug it in, and you can have like animations going. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Like I didn't know I like I don't need it, of course, but it's like it's something cool that I that I can put in my studio that like somebody thought of like wouldn't it be cool if yeah. you know. Like I relate to products like that, you know, stuff where it's like, you know, like, like that little thing behind you, like the little, uh, this, yeah, it's, it's like one of those relaxing, uh, like watch this, you spin it on the table. Oh, wow. And it kind of satisfies forever. (laughs) Got it on Amazon. Um, but you you see that, that's, that's, that's kind of like my point. Like for somebody to come up with these things, you have to be thinking about the needs of the person, you know, and that's what you've done with through music. But then I think people who make products with the consumer in mind, like if you're doing it from a place where you're trying to make somebody's life better 
or you're trying to actually help somebody, yeah, I mean, you're going to make money at the same time, but people can relate to that and, and you're going to do much better. And I think, you know, I think that's another reason of, of your success, if it, you know, uh, because people can see that, hey, th this guy's making music, not, not just, you know, for, to commercialize it, but he's trying to inspire people. There's this uh, technical term that we call in Amazon, it's called private label. You know, basically somebody has a, a product, you go get that product, you kind of, you know, customize it a little bit to make yourself, put your own brand on it, maybe add some little features here that you think would make it cool, and then you launch it as your own product. Now, in the DJ world, there's something similar to kind of like, you know, making remixes of song. And, you know, a lot of DJ sets are this. So, so I, I, again, there's, an, there's another parallel where, you know, not everything somebody has to make is just, oh, I have to, I have to reinvent the wheel on everything. Yeah, you got to make your own original stuff. But there's nothing wrong, you know, with, with taking somebody's song, remixing it, you know. Artists even come to you to, to do some of their remixes. Like, who, who are some people that you've done remixes for? Uh, well, I mean, even the, 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 the most glaring example. The Killa Skrillex remix mm -hmm. that I did. That's the Killa drop. Just you know, I I, I just changed this the the style. As, as, essentially, that that's what I did. You know, the song wasn't broken, so I didn't fix it. Yep. You know, I just added my little touch to it and kind of reimagined it the way that that I wanted to play it. Um, and that's you know, I just added a dubstep beat to it and and rearranged some notes and, um. You know, some some remixes are more involved, but that one just ended up just working like that, you know, just sounded cool. And it was so simple. One thing I think that is cool is is you kind of broaden your horizons. You're you're, you're not just, you know, saying, hey, I'm only a, a musical artist. You know, you've got you have a lot of passions and you have a lot of ambitions that come from the passions. And I know one of your passions and you were the one who got me into it. And now I've probably seen more than a thousand episodes of, of anime and I, I, I buy manga books and things like that. So so I have you to thank for that. but since you from a young age have been into that and now you have this career that you know is opening up other opportunities can you talk a little bit about what you have planned for that yeah um it's really cool that like you know uh you know i'll just go out and say it i have i have a manga coming out uh we've been working on the first chapter for the longest time you know we hope that uh we can craft an anime out of it um but it's all definitely still very work in progress um chapter one is finished i'll actually show it to you after after we're finished recording all right um but uh yeah no it's it's cool that music's open doors for other stuff like i can do scoring voice acting um creative endeavors whether it be like like making a manga or you know uh i eventually one day want to make a video game um so I, you know it, it's music's giving given me opportunities to open doors to avenues that I, I didn't even know were even in my wheelhouse. Now, you've been able to collaborate with a lot of artists. You know, obviously, you have a few songs with Marshmallow out there. It was funny. I, I was watching this brand new show on, I forgot, it was ABC or something, the Beauty and the Baker, Baker and the Beauty, something like that. And I'm listening to it. And one of my favorite songs of yours comes out. It's the one that you did with Sofia Reyes uh, that was featured in that TV show. And of course, you know, you've, you've collaborated with a lot more and, and some more that can't mention yet, but some pretty big names later on this year. Speaking of collaboration, you didn't know I was going to do this, but here we go. Here we go. So there's, 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 there's music artists, there's actors, there, there's whatever, and they sometimes have, you know, side hustles. A lot of them get into real estate or, or they, you know, uh, start some kind of uh, other program or, or whatever the case is. Now, I have, I have a proposition for you. I know your passion is about Amazon and you have one of the most creative minds I know. 
what if I help you start like a side Amazon business where you can like create some products that, you know, that you can think up. And then what I'll do is I'll help you, you know, to get them launched on Amazon. And who knows, you know, if, if you're uh, one tenth as successful as you are on Amazon, as you are in the music world, you could be pretty big in the Amazon world. What do you think? Well, I, I know that, that, that we've, we've talked about, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before in, in Mexico. Um, we have a few, uh, really cool tech ideas. Yep. Yep. Um, that laser one. I remember you had talked about. Oh yep. yeah. Dude. I, I mean, I, you, you, you already know that I'm, that I'm down to All like, right. you know, I, anything, well, anything that, that I can think of that makes my life easier mm-hmm. or so, you know, I would love to, to, to start making stuff that makes like life for producers and for people, you know, just, uh, like, like, like tech accessories, like desk, desktop accessories and stuff like that. But I, I would love to get into that world Yeah, just because it's, it's, it's so accessible and like, you know, just, I, I feel like it, it, it just, it makes sense, you know, just yeah. because of, you know, how I'm, how into, into tech I am and, you know, like I know exactly what I need, like what kind of you know, uh, ports and USB hubs and type of like display accessories and stuff I would want mm-hmm. for my own setup that don't exist right now. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think let's it's, do it. It's second nature. Let's you know. And it's, it's a very fulfilling thing to it. I mean, similar to like, I can only imagine how you might feel when, when you see people tweeting about your music or like somebody saying something, oh man, this really inspired me. I really needed this. It's like amazing feeling. It's a similar feeling when you produce a product and then all of a sudden you read the reviews like, oh my God, this product saved my life. It's so perfect. Like it's that similar feeling. So now you, you can get it that way. All right. So, all right, so guys, so you heard it uh, on, on the Serious Sellers podcast. Look out for Slushy's line of Amazon products coming Let's in 2020. It. Let's get it. All right. Now, uh, w- this part of the show we call the TST or the TST, 30 second tip. All right. So you've been giving us, you know, some of your life hacks, I guess. But what is something that you can say that's kind of like a life hack or uh, or just some, some words of wisdom that you can say in 30 seconds or less that you think would be really valuable for any listener who, who hears this. Okay. I have, I have some stuff. Uh, don't overthink. Uh, follow your gut. Because uh, if you don't and you overthink it, like I'm, like I'm overthinking what I'm saying now, <laughs> you'll end up, uh, you know, kind of convoluting such a pure idea. You know, so do, do it first. Analyze it later. And have a message, know what you want to say to people, and follow that. So those two things are kind of in tandem. So if you do them together, you'll have, you'll have success in whatever you want to do. I love it. Love it. That's great advice. And you're a perfect example. Like I said, hey, you're, you're not an Amazon seller, but I think everybody yet. listening, yet, until the end of this year. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what everybody can see is the parallels. Uh, and so I hope you guys who, who are aspiring entrepreneurs, you know, take a lesson from from the life of Julian and his path to where he is, which is definitely considered successful now, you can have that similar success if you, if you have that, that stick to it in this. Is that a word? Stick to it in this? Stick, stick, stick to it? Stick to it. There's a word, something like that. If you stick like, to it, like, guys. Like intuitive? <laughs> like, it's kind of like intuitive and stick, stick, sticking stick, to it. Stick to it. Yeah, there we go. Stick to it. There we go. We'll make up a new vocabulary <laughs> word. But anyways, you know, it's funny. A lot of people see you when you're on stage and, and, and when you're in social media, you're such an outgoing, outgoing person and, and, and so bubbly. And people see me you know, I used to, you know, do the, all the Zumba videos and people think I'm such an outgoing person. They hear me on the podcast, but it's funny. You and I are kind of similar. We're kind of like, you know, that, that's, that's what we do for the, for the public and, and we're fine with that. We're comfortable, with it, but our natural habitat is kind of like being introverts and stuff. I think that's why you and I have, have got along so well, but I just want to say thank, thank you for coming on the show, but thank you for your friendship too. Like I probably, 
can count on one hand the number of people I really consider friends just because I'm, I'm not that outgoing of a person. So it's hard for me to, to kind of click with people. And, and you and I, like just for, from day one, your, your story has always got me in life. You, I've always been inspired by you. So just want to say, I appreciate your friendship and thank you for coming on the show and let, let's make you an Amazon success now too. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, man, let's, let's, let's make the world easier for a lot of people, you know? Let's get it. Quick note, guys, don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher or on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode.